Today we talk Corinne Gaines, Zimmerman Punch, Ferrari F-Ups, Olympic Highlights, Instagram is Trippin', Suicide Squad, and more on today's Headlines with Headliners. Yeah, there it is. Uh. It always makes my shoulders move. Man, that's a slapper. Okay, all right. Are you finally I tried. On? I tried. I'm trying to get into the song, but it, it just it just reminds me of us. Like it doesn't. It reminds you of what? Of us. It just reminds <laughs> me of us. It's the only time I've ever actually heard the song was with us. Well, you gotta you gotta uh, broaden your horizons. First of all, listen. Let me introduce you to us. This is Teron Von Gossery. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only. Tell them where you're from. Well, everyone knows at this point I have a hat with my name on it. Like, it'd be hard. And you have to go out of your way not to know my name. Yeah. And I, honestly, I feel like everyone should have a, hat, have a hat with their name on it. I've tried. Because that way we know mm-hmm. who no. people are. Because you no. don't know. Like, Nate no. Jackson has a car with his name on it. Now, that's real. Yeah. See, that guys would want that, but women, I'm already, hey, Shody, hey, Shody, I don't need them to know my name and go look me up. Yeah, Kanisha, oh. we got her. Like, What's your name? <laughs> Hi, my name is Kanisha Bass. Outstanding. <laughs> and I am Nate Jackson from season eight of Wildin' Out on oh, MTV. Shameless plug, shameless plug. Shame. You know, hey, at the Laugh Factory show I do every Monday and Thursday at 10, yeah. we were just talking about that, how you're on Wildin' Out season eight. That's oh. dope. I'm on way over. I was listening to Sirius Satellite. Somebody was on there. Oh, me. Oh, oh wow. Shade 45. <laughs> That's when you were listening, crazy. oh yeah, I'm serious. All Excellent. of these shameless plugs. <laughs> How have you guys been? What do you mean? We just saw each other yesterday. Yeah, like we yesterday, did. we came. Okay, let's be. We we're real. Yes. First of all, Nate doesn't like the fact that I was swallowing hard. Oh, we're gonna go back to that. No, we are. We're gonna discuss that because you you have a pet peeve First that we of just all, found out about. It wasn't no hard swallows. <laughs> this wasn't. man literally ate a bag of hot nuts. Okay? <laughs> no pun intended. It was a bag of spicy peanuts. Yes, it was. That he chewed. And, and they got, were delicious. He got peanut shrapnel and fragments <laughs> all around his gum line in, in his mu- And then he was trying to get it out without any uh, assistance <laughs> of, of a fluids. beverage. Yeah. And we have on headphones, so all I hear is just... Sound <laughs> like a young camel. <laughs> yeah. Sound like whoa, a... Whoa, whoa. Now why do we have to make like it a, racially motivated? A, then? Why do you have to come... <laughs> okay, it's a lot of animals, Calm down, Alibaba. You see what I mean? You see what I deal with? Dry it out. You see what I deal with here? Do you guys see what I deal with here? But it's interesting because everyone does have a different pet peeve. Actually, you just did one of mine yesterday when you tore that paper out of the notebook. Really? I That's wonder why I'm, you said that. That is one of my pet peeves. Really? I just like, you know, those proliferated papers. Like right. They stay in the notebook. Why get the notebook? If you're just going to tear it out, use a regular sheet of paper. Mm. What about those dotted lines they give you to rip along? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't prescribe to that. That's not... Uh, I, I do because, like, I have... This is the thing. When I buy a notebook, that whole notebook is for something. Yes. So if there's something in there that's not for that topic or the cat, then it's got to come See, out. I don't even. I use a, joke a different book, notebook. I shouldn't be writing down directions. I use a different notebook for that. I will not. Mm. Like I'll just. I have a stack of different notebooks because I write. I just want them. you to rip a page out right now. I'm gonna rip one out. <laughs> you know. You know what I'm I feel like doing right now. Do I feel like swallowing really like real hard. <laughs> on, like pause. But I'm, I'm gonna a, give you a note every day. This is what I'm gonna rip out. Pet peeve? No, 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 no. Watch. Oh, man. Oh. It's like tearing 20. And then it says, chew quieter. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. It's you a joke within a joke. I'm not going to expose myself to you, too. I'm not going to tell you what it is so that it can be used against me This later. isn't kryptonite. This is just... <laughs> it is you... for me. Mine's uh, is kryptonite. Uh, doesn't like people who rub their hands Oh, together. don't say it. Oh, God. No, no, like, no, 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 no. Like, really it really like it. It hurts the inside of my brain. Like, <laughs> Rubs hands together? Oh, my God. Yeah. So how do you wash your hands? Uh, first of all, I have a phobia of soap and water, so I do it really quick. But You, can, you have a soap and water phobia? Yeah, my that showers are really fast. That must be the dirtiest. Excuse me. I'm no, just, I'm clean, but it's just I don't. If I, you I, don't I, use soap and or water. No, I use them combined, but it's quickly. Like, I, it, I dread it. So that's why, like, I can't stick my hand in dishwater. I will have a full fledged. Can we have a conversation about that? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she's. We do have some topics. I think her phobias uh, are based on things she doesn't like doing dishes. Uh. (laughs) No, I wash one dish at a time with that thing. Taking showers, though? Well, she's never been funky, so clearly she's on top of something. You can come smell. I got something else you can smell, too. (laughs) Okay, let's get to those headlines. She's talking about her. 
lips. <laughs> yeah, which oh, lips? Oh, that didn't fix anything. Can we go to the headlines? Story number one. This is what happens when you get a bunch of headlining comedians in one room. Shameless yeah. plug. You're not lying. This is story number one, and we're going to go from jokes to seriousness. But yeah. we have the now infamous story of Corinne Gaines. It's gone worldwide with attention after she posted this video on the web before the Baltimore police and SWAT stormed her apartment, killing her and shooting her five-year-old son. So for the first time, we actually have footage before. Here it is. This is sad. Hmm? What's happening right now? Who's outside? And what are they trying to do? It's charging. What are they trying to do? It's good. Do you want to go out there? No. Oh. Okay. What do you want to do? Yes. Hmm? It's no wrong answer. What do you want to do? This is this is hard for us to watch. Yeah, this is a pretty tough one. This is tough. That's the policeman right there. SWAT just standing there with his gun out. And they did um, have her stuff deactivated during all this. Her Facebook. Her Facebook they they had it deactivated beforehand. She, she was, was able streaming. to get this. What did you say? While she was streaming, they were like, "Hey, we need to get this stuff shut down before we go in there." The feds did. The, yeah. Well, well it's not. The, it's the police. Not the police. It's not federal. But look at the police officer standing in the house. I just want you guys to know, over some traffic violations. Traffic violations and a missed court date yeah. is what they were serving the warrant for. And her boyfriend, who had fled the apartment with a one-year-old, they said fled, even though they caught him without incident, was actually served a warrant for domestic violence abuse against Corinne Gaines. So it's a very interesting, touchy subject, especially given the locale. It's in Baltimore. Right. And if we remember what happened in Baltimore, Baltimore was last year the focal point of the riots Mm -hmm. over... Freddie Gray, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Who none of the officers were were, were convicted. They were never convicted. They were all charged, but not convicted. And the prosecuting attorney said that there is a definite cover-up in the police over that situation. And now we have less within the same span of time, within weeks of each other, all correlating at the same time. We have this incident with current gains. Now I do want people to know that she was holding a gun at the time of the incident. She was holding gun. She had threatened to shoot police. However, after reading Sean King, who is a civil rights movement leader, a a, a millennial civil rights. He's also a reporter. He is. Yes. After reading Sean King's objections to what happened, I realized a lot of points that I hadn't necessarily thought of beforehand. Number one, they were there to serve a warrant. Why send a SWAT? Right. Mm -hmm. Simple warrant. Number two, the concept is she was holding her son hostage, and so that's why they even surrounded her. Well, then, if that's the case, who are they trying to keep safe? The son got shot, and now we're definitive that it was the police that shot the son. Right. So the point is, if we're trying to keep the son safe, why go in? Number three, why even have this situation, a hostage situation, over a minor traffic violation warrant? Right. This is a warrant that could or could not have been served. She could have been arrested at another time. She could have been arrested without incident. She may have come into court on her own. Yes. And then final, the final thought Sean presented... uh, which was very good, is that we're saying that would this have happened to a white person? And then he goes down through a list of white people who actually pointed guns directly at police officers within some of them point blank and lived to tell the story without and were arrested without incident. And you have to remember in Oregon, they just had that big standoff at the federal building and nobody got hurt. And it was a whole bunch of white men with guns and everybody walked away. And this is for a traffic It's your right to have a firearm. It definitely is. Especially in your home. 
And not only that, from what I understand is um, from what her family has been posting that she did have some, um, they were saying mental illness issues, Mm -hmm. um, but it's still not okay. And that they knew that. And they said the mother was on the phone with the um, counselor trying to get them to talk her down and they wouldn't let um, that call go through for her to even be talked down. So then at this point, they knew what her mental situation was and they still proceeded with what they did, you know. That's terrible, and uh, the part that really gets me is that is is the, the the back and forth I've seen between her and her kid. You know, her son who uh, he's not dead; he just was shot. Yeah. He was just shot. He was shot in the arm and grazed by shrapnel in his cheek. So mm-hmm. he has bandages here uh, for a wound on his arm and bandage on his cheek from where shrapnel from the bullet that we've now because at the time it was uh, it wasn't certain. That the bullet was from the police, because the con- the the conversation was that she had shot back, right? And she had held her own son hostage, which the video this doesn't really show that. It doesn't show a gun either. There but, is a there 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 is one. There, we're, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and give the police the benefit of the doubt that yeah. there was actually a gun. They've shown the gun. It seemed to be a shotgun of sorts. Mm-hmm. She was loading it. Oh yeah. But still, she's inside of her house. And then, from my understanding, they. Went and got the key. Like, when does the manager go get to bring the key the to landlord. let people uh, into your house? Like that. Well, it happens if 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 they presented the landlord with a proper warrant, then that would be the case. But they didn't have a proper warrant. They did have a proper warrant. Okay. They had a warrant for her arrest. Okay. But they had a warrant for her arrest. However, the warrant didn't warrant this course of action. Is what no, people a warrant are for your arrest is not the same thing as a, a warrant to search a premises. True. So they don't have a right to be in her house. What happened was, uh, when she presented the fact that she wasn't going to let them in and that she was armed, that gave them what they are saying is probable cause. All these things that I'm saying are just the information is presented to us. Which I think is funny because she had, prior to this, been going around um, fighting police brutality. Right, she's an actual activist. Several different occasions. There's more um, video from when she had been pulled over prior to this. I saw that in the car. She she literally said, if you touch me, you're going to have to kill me. Yes. And so it's just one of those... When she was arrested... In the car, I just saw her in the vehicle. In a vehicle arrest. And and that's how you feel. You feel at this point because, and, and my cousin even said, he was like, I can't get arrested. If they put me in hand I don't know if I'm going to live. I'm definitely going to have to fight, like, and, and they're going to have to kill me. And that's where we're at. It's like once I get arrested and my hands are behind my back, I don't know what's going to happen. So we have that fear now of even going to with the police because simple traffic routines right now are getting us killed. Right. Getting it's in a not, police van not, are getting us killed. It's not so, a comfortable concept to put your life in anyone's hands, let alone someone you do not know and who has right now begun a pattern and a history of abusing that Abusing the power. I got pulled over this weekend. I was absolutely terrified. I'm like, well, do I start recording? And I know I hadn't done anything wrong. But at that point, I don't know who's coming to my car. It's three in the morning. I'm pulled off on a side road. To my knowledge, I haven't done anything. I'm like, what just happened here? Right. You know what I'm saying? And and it's it's nerve wracking because you're trying to figure out what course of action am I going to take after this? Because you don't feel safe. So yeah, it's like I got my shotgun. Why are all you guys here? There's so many of you guys. This this it just I don't know. I'm. It's just not common. It. It's not common for us to. This is the thing. We've seen videos of people waving guns and being wild on camera. Yeah. Sometimes they are shot. Other times they aren't. But we've seen it before. What we haven't seen is what appears to be a mild mannered, calm, sane person reasoning it out with their child and in their last moments explaining to their child what's happening. Actually, she didn't even explain. She said, "What what's happening?" And he said it. This child forever is. This is this is marked forever. Exactly. For if they were trying to protect the the concern here is if they were trying to protect the child because that seems to be the only person who was any in any actual danger. Right. She's barricaded inside her her own apartment. There's no one else inside that apartment. So who are they trying to protect? You don't right? have to protect him from her. the mother. So if they're protecting the child, then why open fire while the child is in the presence? And here's the worst part is that today a story came out where the son is uh, is recorded explaining that the police actually shot him when he was running away. And he says that in his own words. Mm-hmm. The aunt, Corinne's sister apparently, recorded the son 
explaining what happened and said, uh, he says in his five-year-old language that he was shot by the police when he was away and running from, from the situation. So now we'll see. There's an investigation, obviously. Uh, hopefully the investigation will carry on to be federal and be unbiased as much as possible. But when the police are policing the police... Who's really policing anyone? That's very true. My thing is, these guys are supposed to be trained. I feel like every action just seems like it's by untrained people or people who just don't care and they're reckless. It's one or the other. And we know that you have to go through training. So you generally, I feel like, just don't give a damn because you don't feel like there's going to be any repercussions. Especially when you keep seeing people get away with stuff. It's like, oh, they keep getting away with it. And they're getting time vacation and they're getting paid leave and all this stuff. Well, I'm going to just be reckless too then now because now it's... It's the thing to do. There's actually a very interesting video that came out recently of a boy, a 15-year-old, getting shot after stealing a vehicle, getting shot in the back as he was fleeing. Yes, I see that. And the police officer specifically says, now I'm going to have to go on desk duty for this kid. Yes. Knowing he shot him and thinking that nothing's going to come of it but desk duty. Even though he shot him in the back. And there was no, there was actually no weapon in possession, which is against policing policy their own policy is if if stolen property and there is no actual danger then there should be no no shots fired right because right now shoot is like the answer to everything it's like uh, and then you know some people are like well they shouldn't have been stealing a car being there's no shot tasers and being no spike strips there's nothing dead is not this is not well, he was fleeing on foot which makes it there wasn't he wasn't even in the, in the car, car anymore they had no, already i understand i already car. said tasers just, i mean just you saying. don't feel like running pal i got him pistols bullets imminent like death doesn't have to be like, they're, they're the judge and the jury. They're God on the street now. Yeah. And that's not how it should be. What's the point of having the court? Well, I don't also... I also. I had a friend of mine... This. Let me tell you something. Perpetuate. They're perpetual. Not us. We're, we're not the shooter. The So, I had a friend of mine who's uh, a law enforcement officer, and he's really, he's really torn with all this going on. He's a black male, and he's a police officer. But he said that his fellow uh, officers, men in blue, they say they would rather be judged by 12 than carried by 6. In other words, I'd rather kill and then go to court over it than potentially be in danger myself. Because there is danger. Let's be honest. Policing, um, the job of police officer is not, it's not easy, it's not safe, and we... And I think as a whole, we we all, if not, do, but we should respect and appreciate the the lives that they give for us and the job that they do. However, bad people also become police officers, and then they become bad policemen. Not only that, but police officers take an oath. To do that. They have a duty. They protect have and a, serve. Protect and serve. But you, if you already have evil yeah. intentions going into it, because a lot of people on the force already have bad intentions when they join the force to abuse the power. So you have to understand that, too. And it's hard to control that as well. But I think where that comes in, I feel like what's worse than the shooter is everybody that observes the shooter and doesn't say anything and doesn't reprimand. That blue wall of silence. Yes. Okay, because if you're wrong, I will pull you aside and be like, yo, this is wrong. And we need to, we need to fix this. Right. Instead of just continually, continually letting you do wrong, especially when it harms and kills and destroys families and communities and people. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Right. But, I mean, if they take an oath, if, if it's cops and robbers, right, if it's good and it's bad, and we're supposed to assume that all the cops are the good, then that means the other people are the bad. The cops have taken an oath to handle business a certain way. The other side didn't take that oath. So I don't know why when people make their yes. arguments about this, they act like the people who are being shot, the shootee, the victims, took some type of oath as well as to how they were supposed to behave. Well, I'm going to give you a, a piece of information that's actually fairly interesting. In, in 2008, I believe, mm-hmm. the Supreme Court actually settled a case in which the precedent is set is that the police officers or the police force are not held to a higher standard and that they do not have a responsibility to protect and serve. That is a true statement. Just to say that the oath they're taking is trash? Just to say that in situations like this, we will see what happens. Yeah, we're going to see. And I, and I also tell you, because of her background as an activist, a known activist, and mm-hmm. already being a part of protests and being a part of uh, peaceful protests up to this point, that uh, I hope they get it right. I hope so. I do want to add a piece of information that did just also come out is after the re- recording of her being pulled over mm-hmm. and having no license plate, no driver's license, it's come to people's attentions that she possibly, we're not 100% sure, but very likely was 
um, part of a movement where they give up their citizenship. They're sovereign, right? Mm-hmm. And they say that I'm just a person. I no longer live by the codes. I saw and, a video of, of that. Yeah. And they actually have to leave that guy alone. A co- code and conduct. Sovereign nation. Sovereign nation. Yeah. Well, they don't typically leave people alone. That's <laughs> actually not. That's, not a, that's, actually, that's actually a cause for more, more concern. But okay. So they're saying that a lot of these actions could have been, could have been avalanched by that beginning focal point. Because in the past, police... And police officers have been brutal to sovereign nation people, uh, culminating in a situation in the 80s in Philadelphia where they actually bombed a neighborhood. Right. Yes. They bombed an entire... They dropped a bomb, yeah. a bomb yeah. on a neighborhood. That was supposedly yes. all sovereign. Where it was yes. grown-ups and, and kids. children. Entire and s- a couple of the children are the only people who survived. And it was a very sad situation. Once again, all these things are things that I hope you, the viewer, listener, go home and research on your own. Don't just take our word for it. Please look this stuff up. I want you to get educated and acclimated to these situations on your own. But these are things that really happen. On the other side, I'm telling you right now, if something happened to me, I would call the police. Like, that's who I would call. There is no other recourse. So I don't want to paint this picture that all police officers are horrible people. That's not even, that's, that's not, not even, nobody's saying that. A lot of people are saying that. No. A lot nobody, of people are saying I, that. I haven't. Anybody that has some wits about them is not saying, you know, all police are bad. But they are saying. The system itself is exactly. kind of, is, is more the situation that needs to be fixed. They're not talking the 90s and NWA. We understand that there are good police on the force. We're just trying to figure out where they are and why do the bad eggs keep on being what's prominent in the news. Furthermore, the system is what needs to be restructured. There needs to be a complete gutting and retraining of officers so that death and imminent imminent death is not the answer every time. And it's a good thing that a lot of our viewers and listeners have emailed us, and we're actually going to have a panel discussion, uh, a comprehensive discussion on race coming up soon. So that's a good thing for us to talk about. That's a good look. So we'll move into the second topic, which is... Still race. George Zimmerman, <laughs> uh, the this man, clown. if you remember, who killed uh, Trayvon Martin, is back in the news again. Uh, this time, he's for he's in the news for being punched in the face yeah. at a Sanford area restaurant in Florida for allegedly bragging about shooting Trayvon Martin. So George Zimmerman gives a... Okay, so remember that Fresh Prince episode where Uncle Phil goes to court and... and uh, Will and Carlton are also in court, and they're yes. talking about the same situation as completely different stories. Right. This is almost what happened with George Zimmerman. So the story George Zimmerman gives is that he he wasn't bragging about the Trayvon Martin situation, that he walked up to a table of fine dining citizens <laughs> and saw a gentleman who had a Confederate flag tattoo and said to the guy, I really like your tattoo. The guy turns to him and goes, hey, aren't you George Zimmerman? And he begins speaking on the Trayvon Martin case and speaking about how he regrets what happened. And another diner sees him and goes, why are you talking about this? And George is trying to explain what happened. He just punches him in the face and threatens to kill him with all his might. Now, fast forward to what the diners are saying what happened. Uh George Zimmerman comes over to Tattoo and goes, hey, uh, to the gentleman eating and goes, hey, I really like your racist tattoo. And the guy goes, no, this is just Southern pride. George Zimmerman starts talking about Trayvon Martin. And this is independent people collaborating yes. this version of the story. He goes, I don't want to hear about that. You caused a lot of problems. Right. That was not a cool thing to do. Yes. George Zimmerman starts talking about it and bragging about it. And another patron goes over and My says, hero. you need to stop doing that. And he goes, or what? And he basically just hauls and punches him in the face. Making it a little better, escaping on his motorcycle, making it a little better. It's a white patron. Yeah. And the people at the dining uh, who were eating were also white. And they were like, this is wrong. We do not agree with That's what right. you That's right. We got to hold ourselves accountable, people. Yes. Most, most of this new racism isn't happening in the presence of black people anyway until it flares up to it's so hot that then it makes the news like this story in the last one. A lot of this racism is over dinner. It's not, and it's not in my house. Definitely not. I think... Um, it does it's, happen in my house, so well, okay, just, I don't have anything to say. But <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I just, 
I think his account of the story is ridiculous for the fact that he just had the auctioning of his gun that killed Trayvon Martin and get money. Like we know that he brags he was selling on this. Paintings. He he's we know that he tweets about it. We know that he's prideful about it. So nobody's gonna listen to this whack story of him going, Well, I was just saying that I like the tattoo like that. You're you're you, you might as well just go, Yeah, I said it and I got punched in the face. And that's that. And like, a lot of people feel like he's deserved to, to get punched in the he face for a, a long lot. time. Yes. Like the fact that he's still alive is a testament to the self-control of black people in the United yes. States. Period. Yes. Period. Period. Because people know at this point, everyone kind of knows where he is. Yes. He's easy. People can, you can reach out and touch this dude. And people really haven't been as mean to him as you would think. As he deserves. Have, possibly. I mean. That hasn't been an eye for an eye. That's for sure. It's yeah. not been an eye for an eye. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what he deserves. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to judge. But to... did I feel bad when I heard that he got punched in the face at a restaurant? I, and and no. it made me smile with joy. And it makes me feel even better that it was a white person that did it. Um, and that when he tried to have a racist conversation, everybody checked him like, nah, that's you. We're not even down for that. That's you know, beautiful. Because it, it's absolutely Patrons, beautiful. white patrons. Yes. That's what makes it even. It wasn't, as far as we know, they weren't black patrons. Yes. And that's actually what makes it even more beautiful. Yes. That's what I, that's my yeah. favorite part about it. Because any black person would want to knock him out. That's understandable. But to see somebody else go, you're out of line and do it. It just makes me happy. Kanisha would have knocked him out. I would have gave him Kanisha would have gave him one. So you guys don't even understand. She's Muhammad Ali. Kanisha. There was a while where I was pretty, uh, I was an issue had I seen, uh, seen him. Oh, uh, George Zimmerman. Yeah. Because as a comic, what, I don't have a record. What are you going to fire me from my (laughs) government job? Yeah. I pay me. I could literally be an activist, say what I want to say, and have no... There's nothing that someone could take from me to harm me for speaking. You know what I mean? So, speaking, doing, it put me kind of on the edge. So, I was very frustrated about Zimmerman. Can I add something to this that just makes it even better? During the same time, everybody knows who Dylan Roof is, right? Dylan Roof. He also got assaulted while he was in jail, um, and I'm excited about that, too. I'm excited about this jail justice. Dylan Roof, I'm not excited about jail justice. I'm not a a fan of it. We do have a system, and anything outside of that system does cause anarchy. Dylan Roof, in case you were wondering, uh, or questioning people might not yes. remember the name and i hope no one remembers this person's name is can i just say shooter, i don't think that anything outside the of the system causes anarchy that was a good quote i just but I, the system is broken right the, now. System the system is, is broken anarchy. but i don't think that we should start vigilante justice because the system i know i know how bad it can get jail has been the number one a place g- a good a, pr- a place for extra consequences for quite some time and i'm saying i've never been a fan of actually i'm an advocate against prison raping because of that situation to the point where now we just assume rapes in prison are a natural part of the system they are not i hope they're People happening in certain be. portions of a prison yes if somebody was to rape my child and then get arrested and go to jail i'd be okay with somebody raping them for the rest of their life what if someone was arrested because they shoplifted from from walmart no no that's well, see that's, that's, that's not, not I mean, jail justice. I didn't say that. it's a slippery it's a slippery, it's a slippery slope. slope but in jail because that's the guy that gets raped the most it's not the okay that's criminal. not what we're talking about in jail I have an extensive family background in this. Um, Jail justice is, if you do something to kids, if you do something to uh, uh, women, they they will handle that. They don't don't play that mess. And I feel like... There's still nobility involved. Yes, it is. There is. Criminals are very noble. Uh, That's why... That, I give you, I will 100% agree with. Criminals, in my my experience, are very noble. However, I will never condone... Never condone rape. I will never. They, there's no situation where I can personally condone rape. Don't. Don't. But if you, if somebody rapes my baby and goes to jail, I hope they tear his ass up. <laughs> so back Period. to uh, him being assaulted, which Dylan is Roof, more the minor. Shooter, the the church shooter. Yes. Shot nine people in cold blood inside a church. And then went Black to Burger people. King right after with the and police was department. Taken to Burger King um, with the police. Police fed him. Yeah. On the way back to jail. The um and the guy was a. Beautiful black king who assaulted him, but right after that they put up a GoFundMe page for him, and he has been bailed out on a hundred thousand um, dollar. They put up bond. ten thousand dollars on. Listen, him? they put up a lot. He, there was a lot of money, and they're saying they don't know where the cash came from, but they think it's from this because uh, I posted it for people to donate. They was like, "Here is his books, and let's put all the money we the can." Assaulter, on it. The assaulter, the assault, the the. 
person who assaulted Dylan Bruce. Because assault, I mean, you you got punched up a little bit. Like you know what you what you've done. You know right. what I'm saying? So, and I feel like one of those. Like I'm not a fan of death penalty or anything like that. I feel like he should have to get punched up every time somebody sees him for the rest of his life, and that should be his consequence. On the flip side, I am a fan of the death penalty. I'm not at all, and I think it should it should actually uh, be used for people who commit crimes against women and children. You know what? I'm about to commit a crime against you. That's Why? I, I'm just. I, I feel like if you're a pedophile or a rapist, and I mean rapist, rapist, because there's like some there's a gray area in rape that people don't tend to talk yes. about, which is when a lot of kids go to jail because they're 18 and their significant other is 17, yeah, or statutory, and they're calling it statutory. Right. But even though both both parties yeah, are know, still in high that. school and we know these stories, right. there's different degrees to rape too. Of course, like in my home state, Washington State, if. Uh, Either party is under the influence of alcohol. Yes, that's third degree rape, even if they're willing. It it it, it is very 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 touchy. It's a touchy situation. But we're talking but about heinous death. rape crimes, like the worst of the worst. This is death my thing penalty. with the death. No, this is my thing with the death penalty. Death you get penalty off. You get those. off easy. Now you're dead, and you don't even know. No, you need to be alive and facing your consequences every single day. I feel like the parents should be able to come in and slap the hell out of you every single day for the rest of their life if they felt like it. Because once you're dead, then you've you've given it up. I've done all this. I've caused all these problems, and now I just get to escape and not live with the consequences. Because when you're dead, you're dead. You don't know. But you don't know. When you're dead, you don't know you're dead. They should rape them while they get lethal injection. That, you know what? It's time to somebody's going <laughs> to get us they canceled. They got to go out with, one, with a hot one in them. I can never. What is the next topic? Because I you guys never, are out of line. I can no. I, I can't condone raping with lethal injection in them. However, just for legal standpoint, if they rape them after they're already dead, that's merely a misdemeanor. No, they got to experience. First of all, you're going to get. They got to go Listen. out <laughs> screaming. No. Okay, we're not talking about dead. If you're gonna rape kids viciously and heinously, we're not. I'm okay with. It. I'm combining what you're saying. I do agree in the death penalty. I also agree in Jail some justice. punishment, and I think it should be both. Let's combine it. This is just absolutely ridiculous. What's next? Listen, there are states that would heavily consider this. I know Texas. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So story number three. Things got a little out of hand in Great Falls, Virginia this weekend when the driver of a 380SL Mercedes-Benz accidentally reversed and landed on the hood of a $300,000 Ferrari 458 or 458 specials as seen in this video. Please watch. What would you do if that was your car? Look, 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 look. hold on. She's trying to get off the car. <sighs> All those people watching could just pick it up. They could. But this is where in the age of let's just record it all. Which can actually get you in a lot of trouble if this was actually a real crime. I don't know anything about cars. This could be a just know the It's one a very in the expensive back car. Is expensive. And the one in the front is also an expensive car. That's an antique. Yeah, but the one in the back was made by hand. The one in the back is, yeah. It, it's, but antique, I feel like, beats out hand. N- n- no, that's an antique and hand. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure everybody has insurance. Uh, insurance can't recoup the loss on, you know, when you get an uh, insurance claim, if they fix the car, there's, it still goes on the report. Yeah. So now your car has lost value whether you want it to or not. Um. That's what happened. And then, of course... Uh, the driver of the car, the owner of the Ferrari, was not very excited when he sees this. And he, and he says to the woman, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. He doesn't <laughs> even raise his voice. And people are already heading to social media and just just lambasting him why he... Because when them... you're in shock, when you're generally in shock, you cannot even get upset. I've been in shock to where you're not even upset. You're just like... Yeah, mm-hmm. somebody rear into me and I was like, man, just just have a good day, bro. <laughs> I don't even want to deal with it. My question is, which one, if not both of those drivers, were Asian? <laughs> okay, that's... Actually, neither one were Asian. Neither okay. one? <laughs> neither one were Asian. Hmm. It was two... Driving like that. Lovely uh, Caucasian uh, gentleman who owned the car and then a... Uh, Older young woman who was driving the car, the Mercedes. Okay. Uh, that's number one. Number two, I am from very close to Great Falls, Virginia. My family actually lives in Great Falls, Virginia right, right. now. It's a wealthier part Let's keep of that image Fairfax up for a County. second. I just want to point this out. They're outside of a building that has a sign on it that says Great Falls Eye Care. So this lady actually <laughs> was blind driving like this. <laughs> a- Furthermore, what is a Ferrari 
458 Speciale, $300,000 car doing in that neighborhood. Uh, because that's actually, it's a wealthier neighborhood. Is it's, it? it's a wealthier neighborhood in Fairfax, Virginia. And number two, they're actually at a car event that they have almost weekly and the big one every month where people bring out specialty cars and show oh. them off. And this gentleman had brought his car out to show. And this is what he got for showing his car. Does this help the the stereotype of women drivers? No, no, it does not. A lot of people saw his car, though. Yeah. <laughs> now everybody's see his seen car. his car. Now his he's car. famous. He's viral famous. Very right? famous. But when you were saying you were in shock, actually people were being were were commenting to him on social media regarding the fact that he was speaking to a woman in that manner. They were actually mad at him. For doing that, and he and, and mind you, he anything. was very calm. It, it was I. I would have been in. I would have been in a rage. I maybe. I, I'm yeah, not I think somebody, to regular blood. I think if somebody accidentally or purposely rage, ruined my three hundred thousand uh, dollar car, I, I would be. Livid. I'm acting a fool. Yeah, especially for this type of accident. This isn't like a, oh, we were coming to the sign and the light turned green. And like a, a driving. This is a humbug. This, this was is a park. Just turn park. around and yes. look. This is this is come on. She, I have a hit on my Prius and I'm outside screaming, "What the?" I mean, I acted a fool and it's yeah. like on, just on a your scrape, Prius, but it's brand new and it's mine and, and, and it's yours. I acted a straight fool and it was eighteen thousand dollars. I tend to be a very calm person, <laughs> so in a situation like this, I don't know what I would do. I also have never owned a. That's not true. I have never been. I've never owned a three hundred thousand dollar car that got into an accident. So while I've had a car that was worth substantial amount of money i've never been in an accident in that car right i don't know how i would have reacted i might have been very calm because like you said insurance takes care of everything however this is a handmade car they cannot fix this with uh, the same yeah I with get the it. same dexterity that it was handcrafted it's just kind of ruined when you ruin something and there's nothing you can do about it and you're just like ah, exactly and it's it. just an interesting story it was just an interesting story do you let people borrow your car borrow your car nate no. Uh, if it wasn't wrapped, yes. I had for quite some time. Like, my old Monster 626, I used to let my frat brothers drive it and all that. But once I wrapped my car, I was like, I can't. It has to be you because, Yeah, it. because I I, st- I haven't, I, by the grace of God, uh, I, I haven't dealt with the situation where if there's an accident to a portion of the vehicle that is wrapped, then what do I do? Because insurance has issues with assessing. And you know, with their actuarials, destruction, assessing the value of my vehicle with the wrap on it because of the wrap. Because if yeah. you, for those of you at home who don't know, Nate Jackson's car <laughs> is rap. very Nate Jackson. Yes. It's a, it has a picture of Nate Jackson. Well, it has it says Nate Jackson. Six Jackson. pictures. There's six six pictures, pictures of his face and a business seven. card holder and a business card holder. Now, in, in my uh, in my offense. Uh, I didn't ask for most of the stuff that's on the car. I was going to get a half wrap, and then the company who did it got excited because they got to do one for one person, and they normally were doing like fleet vehicles for cable companies and things like that. So they were like, "Oh, we're gonna so we're gonna show out," and so they did a lot. They, they pimped your ride. They did, essentially <laughs> they added stuff to my graphic. They did my back window. They put they put a business card box on the back, and they wrote "Take a card." Like they did a lot of that. And I was like, "Just put your logo on the back too, man." Just. Thanks for all the extra stuff. And they did extra, and it is very extra. Is extra. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate someone who who can... Uh, love themselves. Exactly. Oh, no, this wasn't about self-love. This is about marketing and, and uh, having a tax write-off. This is the thing. When I was an undergrad in college at um, Florida Memorial College, we used to go to South Beach, and I saw uh, a rapper who, who at one point became pretty well-known, but I saw him when he wasn't. Who? Two, as a matter of fact. One was Ace Hood. Ace hey. Hood. And so he had three uh, white vans, I think it was. Ace Hood vehicles. Well, it said Ace Hood Music. Mm-hmm. The first van said Ace, the second one said Hood, and the last one said Music. And they would ride up and down South Beach and they in would, that order. All the time. Yeah. And they would park in I front of clubs like that. nobody would cut them out. Right. And Pitbull also had uh, two, I think it was a truck or something wrapped too. Uh, and so, now, and at the time, this is, you know, we're talking 2001, 2002. These they weren't they weren't either one of them weren't very prominent. Like Pitbull was doing regular shows just like at Coconut Grove. Now he's Mr. Worldwide. He and Ace Hood Mr. Had, International. I think, one one or two platinum hits or whatever. But either way, at the time, I told myself if I ever come across the means, I'm going to wrap my vehicle, and then I did. So I'm proud of my little car. I'm glad I did it right. What would you do if someone backed into your car? 
in that situation? Uh, I mean, I'd be upset, but the front of my car isn't wrapped. What, what would upset me more is vandal- vandalizing. Like, I wish I, they would come put the eyes, the X over I the eyes. I am so on concerned. <laughs> mustaches all on it. I'm so concerned about going to, like, coming out of a movie theater or something. There's, like, mustaches and eye black. The tooth is... <laughs> somebody, yeah, somebody took a Sharpie. No one's ever done that? No one's ever vandalized your car? No, no, I've gotten, I haven't had to deal with that. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, that was the Anyway, so we'll go on to the next story. Of course. It looked like they were trying to pull up a picture of my car or something. I wasn't sure. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Story number four. This is a lot of reading. So here goes. After much controversy, hardships, and low ratings, oh, low ratings, this year's 2016 Olympics have finally begun in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Mm. Currently, the U.S. leads with 12 medals. We're winning, guys. Yes, Italy we and China follow with eight. And Australia and South Korea with six and five. No country has more than three gold medals. So there's a lot of silvers and bronze involved with these 12. Um, First gold medalist was West Virginia University 19-year-old sophomore Virginia Thrasher uh, in the women's air rifle event. Then uh, Uh, West Virginia, if we could pull up her picture, because I I do want to show her. So she won a gold medal in the air rifle event, women's air rifle. That's like the pellets? She's only been doing it for five years. She's only been shooting for five years. She went deer hunting with her father and then turned it into a lifestyle. To me, she not only did she deserve the gold medal, China came in second and third, but she also looks like a scary ex-girlfriend. Like, she's a, she's definitely a clinger stage five, all the way. Like, she has this look like, I'll find you. Yeah. And then she really will. Exactly. I really feel like... She's not British? A, she's definitely not British. She's that just very... That front tooth right there? <laughs> oh, no. That's a London tooth. Oh, my gosh. Virginia Thrasher... Have um, you gone to the body? <laughs> You don't want I've to gone talk down about, to the star for the Bobby. You know how far away she could shoot you from? And I'm you wouldn't sitting even here. Know? That's why I'm not laughing. Ari, she's got to shoot me from, uh, from Rio? Yes. I think I'm safe. You know, <laughs> don't have you to get her know. a, a, a metal know. made out of teeth. You never know. She is on board. She for the is, Bobby. Yeah, she is. Are you guys looking at this picture? I'm oh, looking. Yeah. I'm like, that's I'm, her voice. I'm she Harry Potter, have you seen the Bobby with the Bobby? I don't even know what the Bobby is. I think that's a cop. <laughs> It is. I just thought it was a barbecue. She does look. It's cold out here, isn't it, bro? She has a look to her. She's interesting. Olympics this year has been very. I mean, she just looks like she's been focusing, guys. Okay. This is one of the sports that none of us would care about if it wasn't in the Olympics. Like the only time we care about these these sports of this nature is uh-huh. when the Olympics come around. Once every four years, all of a sudden we care about air rifling and and swimming and and speed walking, which is an actual thing and. In the, for example, in the winter one, they have that. What's the thing when they do the ice? They, they. Oh, luge. I like that one. Luge. No, 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 no. No, uh, the luge is the slide. Yeah. Now, yeah. That's the. That's the when they just scrape the ice. They scrape. The I ice. know what you're talking about. I do not know what it's called. Yeah, they just literally. This scrape is Black the ice. Hollywood Live, where that's not a sport to us. Yeah, most of this isn't sports <laughs> to us. And the sports that are sports, like basketball, which we love. Right. I mean, if the USA loses like it did in 2004, that is just a shame. Like, yes. right now, the only concern is, is the team going to win by 30, 50, or 100? That's always. That's right. really the only And they're like, are our actual stars going? <laughs> because it seems like we're beating I don't people. even want to play. If I Got was in another country, I'm like, I'm not signing up for basketball. I'm not even going out there against the USA. Right. Like, I'm not doing and it. they're beating people so bad that they're, like, putting our country's relations uh, at stake, like they beat China so bad, like we're gonna have some issues with some of our trade yes. embargo. But not all the superstars are winning. Not all superstars are winning. This next one, mm. yeah, uh, the 2000 gold medal champion Venus Williams lost to Belgium's Kirsten Flipkins in a stunning upset in the first round. They also uh, lost their couples match. Uh, Venus and Serena lost. Wow! Can you, and, and, For the and first time, ever. everyone is blaming Venus. Because something happened. Something happened. Because there was a time Venus Williams was everything. Yes. Yeah. And then Serena came along and everyone Little really forgot around yeah. about yeah. Venus. And this picture really sums up what I feel like Venus feels on the inside. Like she's just <laughs> lost. Done. And I don't feel bad for her. She's done a lot. She's she's clearly a legend, a tennis legend, a sports athlete legend. She's a pioneer. I mean, just being breaking the color barrier in yes, a lot of ways. Queen. But we're all Serena fans, and everyone's forgotten about Venus didn't even date Drake. I mean, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Serena has definitely had a lot more attention in the media and the press, but I, I've, I was always down with Venus from, from the top, from, from the very beginning when they came out of Compton. I was like, yo, there's this chick Venus. Venus was. And they're like, you know, she got a sister that's pretty bad in sport, too. 
and everyone had started and they forgot well, about her. Like there was a time Serena was the little sister, like Serena. I yeah. forgot she even had a sister. I was like, oh and exactly. Venus right. Williams the original. Essentially it'd be like Solange going platinum right yes. now. Exactly. Seven times in a row. Like, you guys remember when Beyonce was relevant? <laughs> but that's the Lemonade. So, so Venus the elevator has become girl's the gone platinum seven times. Venus has become the salon. Serena even has a twerk video out. She teaches you how to twerk. Not only that, she was twerking in Beyonce's video. Come on now. She, she was. was. Right. She was and in she there. twerked on the SBs. And she, she's been on several acting things. Yeah. And like she's, she's strong. You know, that was... her twerk is not like a, a sloppy, loose booty twerk either. It's not like one of those. <laughs> oh, Who, no. Serena's? Yeah, no. Her twerk is like, I'm about to twerk. Like, her twerk <laughs> That's is how she serious. Does everything, though. I feel like yes. she's got that, that, that horse in her. Horse? She's sta- like, it's, she's it's red. She's a stallion. And, and then the Rare thing breed. with Venus is, you know, there was actually a major party in the ESPN, uh, ESPY's party, mm-hmm. and they didn't even let Venus in because they didn't know who she was. Get out of here. No, I made that up. But oh. the fact that you like, can believe not, it for a second. I did that, not for it's, one it's second. Oh, but I did believe it. it. That's what makes it bad. Yeah, it makes oh. it bad you for, a, sec- yeah. for like, oh, a second. Venus is outside? Serena's my sister, man. Let me in. <laughs> Yo, Serena's sister. Hey, and we was like, ain't Solange is outside? Yeah. Can somebody go get my sister, please? Yeah, that's how Ray J used to yeah, be. Yeah, they're Brandy's brother. Now this is Serena's sister. Right. That's the thing. Brandy, Brandy's brother is doing well, I think. But we she lost. Seen, last time I saw Brandy was in a viral video. Uh, Brandy? I never liked Brandy. I did. I, I, I did. never liked Brandy. was no. true. I never. Something you about Brandy. You know the whole thing? That was a Brandy. great intro. I used to like the show. I used to like the car she had. Down the little group. The VW thing. Sitting up in my room. I never liked her. I never liked Brandy. I just never liked Brandy, I never liked, liked Moesha. There was just something about Moesha. her that I don't like. When you go back and watch Moesha, though, she had an attitude problem. I just, I I didn't they slide. had the most random segues on that show ever. <laughs> like, be like, I hate you, Jody. And then it would cut to two people playing tennis. Yes. <laughs> and it wouldn't be Venus and Serena. And then we'd come back and Q's like, so I'm going to start selling truck. Like, it was just crazy. <laughs> Yeah, very interesting segment. Oh, I hope man. you guys remember that. Go back and watch. Just type in uh, old episode of Moesha in YouTube type after in. you finish watching this. So, um, for more on the Olympics, French gymnast. Oh. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, there he is. French gymnast Samir Aitsaid. And That was actually excellent. All right, Samir Aitsaid. Saeed broke his leg oh. during team preliminaries live on television mm-hmm. after attempting to complete his vault. Making it worse is the fact. Let me read this differently. I needed a period right there. Making it worse is the fact that the emergency crew dropped the lower end of the stretcher, attempting to put him in the ambulance. So when they were putting him in the ambulance, they accidentally dropped the stretcher where his leg was. And they he, dropped it onto his leg? No, they dropped him in the with, stretcher. Yes. With him laying on the stretcher, right. they dropped the low end yeah. and hit the ground, and he was in even more excruciating so pain. So it was just like, boop, Because if, if you saw the video, and uh, oh, this was the part gosh. of the video we were going to play, but we, as a group, decided not to. No, let's and, play it, and we'll just look away. You no, guys got to see it once if you haven't no, seen it. No, it's It's, it's not even a break. You, you guys think somebody broke their leg. No, it like snapped. It just, snapped this and is, turned I mean, he got a new around. wrist in the middle of his leg. But yes. here's the thing. If you were watching the NCAA Finals. game. Yeah, the final. I think Louisville had a player that snapped his leg. Leg. Oh. Paul George. No, do you remember uh, what was this? Was that uh, Paul George? Three years ago, the uh, the MMA fighter when he went to kick him and it, and it just became a. Right? And, well, there was another NCAA player that broke his leg and uh, he left the school he was at to play at another school. I forget his name as well, but the point is, it's disgusting to watch. Not only that, though, he took it like a G. Okay, he just he didn't scream and he just hit you with one of these and was leaning back like I, I can't believe this just happened because you don't expect those the type French, of major the French guy yes like right yeah, I mean it looked like he was hurt he was rolling he was on his really back hurt but no he just had this he was just I just didn't know why he was holding the good part of his leg still and letting it dangle like just just set your leg on the ground it probably cause because it hurt it, I mean it, it had to hurt terribly it, it's this is excruciating pain of right. of umpteenth degree I mean snapping a bone and. Ligaments, and several actually. Else. To oh break your gosh. leg, to if it's not it your around. upper thigh, that would just be your femur. But to to break your leg at the bottom is two bones. And you got to understand that you feel that type of pain, but when it's dangling like that too, it's sometimes pain is so great, like it just transcends your body. You feel it and you don't. It I detach my ligaments in my knee, and at first, like it just 
you can't even comprehend the pain. You're just like, how am I in this this much pain? And it took me, I didn't even start crying at first. I was just trying to process right. the amount of pain that I was in because it doesn't make any amount of sense. And then when I stepped down and it crunched even more, that's when I was, ah. But right. you can't, it's hard to process that amount of pain. And you're trying to think, to your, what am I going to do? Like, what is next for me? And it's, you were on a cruise when that happened. Yes. Well, I was twerking in Mexico on stage, holding a white girl in the air, and it snapped. Wait, is my insurance watching? <laughs> I caught this older lady. <laughs> but yeah, it's Yeah, your insurance is watching. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we do have a lot of viewers. I would, I would we won't put out a press release or anything like that, but yeah. That's what they told me to say. Yeah, guys. It's but, on the paper. <laughs> but but it really when it when it happens, you really are just like, I'm dead. You wanna die. You're just like, I'm dead right. because it's so much What's pain. the most pain you've ever felt? Physical pain. Uh, I actually I, I deal with pain very well. So what's the most that you felt? I, though? I, there's nothing that I felt outside of the norm. The most that I can even think of feeling is I was at the dentist one time mm-hmm. and he used the numbing thing and it didn't numb. Mm. And he was drilling and I was like, I can feel this, but I dealt with it the entirety of the time. You need to tell them I have to have triple the amount. They you literally have to shoot me 17 times and. Two, most people have like this one nerve, but a lot of people have two that split, and then they have to numb both of them if you have to go back so, and tell them. You, you need to tell it's them. It's never happened again, and also there is a thing where black people have stronger gums and teeth, which is why the orthodontists have to know, possibly, but um, which is why orthodontists, specialists sometimes have to come in if you do a root canal yep. or if you need to have your wisdom teeth removed. Right. It needs to be somewhat strong because the roots are very strong. However, that's possibly the amount, the most amount of pain I've ever felt. But just on Saturday, playing basketball, I dislocated my big toe. Someone fouled me uh, on game point. It went in. You know who you are, Jordan. <laughs> and then... Um, uh, you kicked something? No, no. He, he came to foul me for no reason. I, I had a free, free layup, and he fouled me, and my toe was dislocated. And I went to the hospital and had it pulled out. They had to give it shots. Pulled all the way out. I mean, it was bad. And I was back playing basketball the next day against doctor's orders, I will say that. But I didn't have insurance concerns. So, okay. yeah. Where were you hooping at? At West Hollywood Park. Okay. I, I play indoors and outdoors. So, I play, I, I play a lot of basketball. In fact, A, I get injured a lot playing basketball. Right. But B, it's the sport that you get injured the most yes, in. Yes, it is. Is it? In yeah. this country, it is. Uh, it has the most injuries. So Basketball. Uh, basketball. So I, I, I've had, like, just within this last six months. I football was so much worse. I think their injuries are Everybody on the worse. field is hurt. Yes. Linemen. Injuries could be worse, like, maybe at one time, but the most just amount of injuries. Just that if your toe was dislocated, you'd still be in there playing. Playing football. Football Oh, oh my gosh. And I date a lot of football players. Turf toe is a thing. It is all Their their body pops throughout the night for the rest of their life. It's just the weirdest. They're just so injured. Injured all the time. I have football injuries now. Yes. That's craziness. Yeah. So what was the most painful thing you felt? Was it the Uh, the Oh, yes. Definitely having my ligaments detached. For me, uh, which and you've experienced this too, so clearly that is worse pain. But um, as a member of my fraternity, it's a thing to... uh, uh, a brand to experience getting branded, and so I have I have a couple brands, and that was painful. You know what's crazy? I got both my brands, and it wasn't it wasn't as bad as I feel like my tattoos hurt more than my brands did. Oh yeah, well then they must not have got you good. No, they got me good, but my thighs are meaty, and it was on the thigh. So yeah, I got hit right on some shoulder muscle and some bicep gristle. Okay, Oof. yeah. So mine's is my thighs are like juicy. And it's a, it's, it's a, being branded is a part of a fraternal sorority thing. Absolutely. Yes. Especially in, in, well, I, I know why we get it. I, I can't speak for every other organization, but I know there's like a real actual meaning for, yes. for Omega Sci Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, is there like meaning for you? Or you're yes. just like, let's just there, party. There's a lot of meaning for us. So thank you. Z Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, Z Phi. There you go. Yeah, How about so. you, the Masons? Side. I went to George Mason University. Oh, okay. It's a, right. well, a good university. <laughs> Do you freeze up? I'll freeze up. Let's move on to the other story. So right, I did. I went to George Mason University for undergrad and my master's. North so. points, south points. Anyway. <laughs> so um, we'll move to the next story. The next story is Instagram versus Snapchat. The war has con- is continuing with the brand new Instagram stories, which is basically mm. Snapchat. They just stole Snapchat yes. and made it better. No, they, I they, mean, is it better, though? That's what the tech companies are saying. The tech people, the tech evaluators are all saying that the Instagram version of Snapchat is better and that Snapchat needs to hurry up and improve Snapchat or they will fail. 
What is better? I was going to say because Snapchat, uh, a fake Snapchat tweet, I don't know, because now people tweet, they say, y'all don't have no dog filters. And, you know, women love dog filters. So yeah, until Instagram the gets dog... the dog filters, ain't nobody leaving. <laughs> they will be Snapchat. getting the dog filters soon. Let me I, say I, trust me. Have you, did you I not think watch the, the movie? Here's the thing. They steal things. Yeah, okay? but I don't, I, I don't think Snapchat itself, like the, the stories, is something that can be trademarked or licensed. But I think that facial recognition and geolocation software is. So I think that what Instagram is doing is trying to circumvent those things that actually have the, you know. Well, I'm all about the Snapchat the legal ramifications. doesn't own, they don't own, they own their specialty filters, but right. they don't own the technology that makes those filters. So I'm sure. I mean, Instagram, unless they bought the company that came up with it. Well, yeah. other companies have come up with facial recognition. Facial, facial recognition. And here's one of the things that I have a conspiracy theory about is that those Snapchat filters are really just us giving right. our yes. facial recognition over. Like, this is that... Because the more I, I, I read into these companies, you people need to know that it, it's a known fact. If you read your Google disclaimer, if you read your... Yeah. They specifically tell you, you do not own your Gmail. You do not. You don't own your Facebook. You don't own your Snapchat. They own it. In fact, when you have an iPhone, you don't own your that's, iPhone. Oh, that's why I said don't do the fingerprints. Yeah, <laughs> you don't own your iPhone. Apple owns your iPhone. Yeah. You are actually paying a lot of money and then monthly to rent your iPhone from Apple. Mm. So it's their... Basically, the it's their property. Theirs. It's theirs. And so when they put things like this, I have a theory is all going into a database, which they have sold in the past to governments. So if I had uh, been a, if I was, I don't know, charged with murder, they could go and get my Google searches and see, and they have done this in the past, where they look up your Google searches, and if you look, if you had looked up uh, how to poison your wife with bleach, then that will come up on the search, and they will use that against you in a court of law. Yeah. They have done this before. I watch a lot of First 48. I see. I'm just saying. So with this facial recognition software, I think we're just volunteering yes. our own our own bodies into this database. I really, I mean. Yeah, because they don't have to search for you anymore. Like all the work they used to have to do, they can do everything online. Everything. Everything. That's why it kills you're, me when people put everything. all their money and their drugs and their prescriptions. And I'm like. That's a big brother. The, yeah. The, the, and the Facebook, the questions on the Facebook description, you're like, okay, you guys don't need to know that. Yes. Rick Ross is the worst advisor of all that. I'm selling dope off my iPhone. That's just the best way to get go to, straight to jail. Yeah. Don't pass go. Oh my iPhone. Man. Like, because people really take these things in account. And I they think don't he literally it. is like there's dope sitting on top oh, of his iPhone, iPhone and he takes it off of the iPhone and hands it to somebody. <laughs> no, no. I think he was texting people. <laughs> dope. Yeah. I've got that dope. You know people go around and have, remember the snowman shirts? Yeah. And then drug dealers have the snowman shirt? Yeah. yeah so you have to know. But people put that up. People, I see people tweet, yo, who got some weed? And uh, somebody else had tweeted before like, yo, I'm trying to sell uh, like a, a zip or something. And the police department had tweeted them back and was like, well, let us know your location. <laughs> right. And yeah. It's yeah, just Funny. I mean, it's yes. true. They use rappers' lyrics against them in courts of law. So all this stuff is stuff that they have to use against yes. them. But back to the Snapchat feature on Instagram, basically. Uh, they're saying that it's better. That it's Why? taken all of the Snapchat, all the Snapchat positives and none of the negatives. And that the filters Instagram has stated... Uh, or has at least alluded that they're, they're coming on their soon. Way. Yeah. They're coming extremely soon. The, the only thing that I don't know... So is the messaging is still going to be the DM messaging though, right? Because this is the thing that I hate about Snapchat is when I get drunk and I start Snapchatting people messages, I don't know what I said the next day because you can't retrieve. Because re you can't. And retrieve. I just, I just need that part to be gone because I get well, myself Instagram. That part. Instagram. The, you, the videos disappear in twenty four hours, but the messages you send are regular Instagram DMs that stay forever. Okay, good because whew. yeah. So and, and even though those the Snapchats disappear from your phone, Snapchat keeps a nice recording of everything. Well, so here's what I want to know. Time with me. Yes or no in regards to do you have a problem with Instagram eating Snapchat? Yes. You have a problem. With I it? do because I think that's what's going on right now. That's the problem I have with designer and future. Like I feel okay. like your original ideas, it doesn't matter anymore. Somebody can go, you know what? That's mine, and everybody will give them props. We have a big problem with this. I feel like in stand up because a lot of the people that do sketch comedy will take our jokes and turn them into sketches, right. and be like, oh, that's mine. And because everybody's seen them online, you go to do your joke, and they think that you took something that was already yours. Right. So I have a big problem with everybody supporting people stealing people's ideas and just being fine with it and not having a problem we, with that. We it do need me. better intellectual property laws. What do you yes. think, Toronto? Are you okay with it? Am I okay with it in the tech space? 
I think that competition is healthy and necessary for capitalists and the process. Do right. I think that Instagram and Facebook has a history of just basically taking ideas and making them, making them their own? Yes. They tried to buy Snapchat at first. They did. Didn't, got turned down, and then just consumed They them. tried to buy Snapchat. I they tried to buy I Twitter. I think that's not healthy competition. I think competition is a race against, you know, a race against each other to get the, develop the best technology and to be unique and all that. And then when people are just saying, we'll let you do that, we'll just steal it once you have yes. it. Yes. That, that, that do you really like your iPhone? Process. Do you like your iPhone? Are you an iPhone avid user? I am. Okay. Well, a lot of that technology came from Android, and, and they have I sued each Android. other. They have sued each other right. many times back and forth, and each one is one separate things that all of us as consumers actually get to benefit from. So, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we shall see, and it will unfold. That is our episode as far as stories go today. I want everybody to show where you can catch them, find them at. Teron, where can they find you? Well, I'm at the Laugh Factory every Monday and Thursday at 10. Uh, please email me, contact me on social media at I am Tehran. If you want guest list, I'll make sure to put you on the guest list. Also, the Fox show, So Me, which is nationwide on Fox. Hey, I am Kanisha Bus. You can catch me on Sirius XM or over at All Deaf Digital, ADD. And we do have a new movie coming out called Major Deal, so please check it out. Yeah, and you can check me out on Thursday nights on MTV, Wildin' Out Season 8, or NateJacksonComedy.com. If you have Instagram or Instasnap, Follow me <laughs> at Mr. Nate Jackson. That's headlines us. with headliners. Peace. So that's what we do now. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.